Hi, everyone. Welcome to Money Mochas, a series of short and sweet money teachings to empower your relationship with money. Powerfully potent, these lessons are easily digestible, bite-sized morsels of financial wisdom that pair perfectly with your favorite morning coffee and go down just as easily. I am Barry Tesler, a financial therapist, author, and creator of The Art of Money, my year-long money school and global community that I'm honored to lead with love, encouragement, and more than a little dark chocolate. What you're about to hear is a delicious sample of the practical financial tools and personal support you'll find in my flagship program, The Art of Money. Available on demand, the Art of Money offers a comprehensive framework with a nurturing body-based approach to guide and inspire you along your money healing journey. You can dive deeper at barrytesler.com. So wherever you are in your relationship with money, the simple tools shared in today's Money Mocha have the power to create dramatic change. So grab your morning cup, relax, and sip along as you enjoy this money mocha. I love being a creative entrepreneur, and I love working with the creative entrepreneurs in my Art of Money community. Not only do you all get the importance of doing your money work, both the inner and the outer, but you ask some of the most important and smart questions, and one that I hear the most is, Barry, what is your business model, and how did you land on it? The truth is I have revamped my business model multiple times since first hanging up my shingle over 20 years ago. Like all things money-related, I believe our business model must grow and shift and evolve along with us. I've gone through different life phases over the past 20 years, of course, like all of you. I've recreated my business model multiple times to align better with my shifting priorities and energy levels and goals. A successful business model is one that evolves with you. I am extremely transparent of how I run my business and many of the financial aspects of it, including even sharing some real P&L profit and loss numbers within my Art of Money community as a teaching when I'm teaching about financial reports and how to read them. You see, I'm a huge advocate for breaking through those taboos, pulling back those curtains, and having more direct, open conversations around money because honesty dissolves shame. And the only way we can get savvier about money and biz or personal finances is by dropping our self-judgments, dropping our resistance, and letting ourselves get curious enough to learn. But before I share the different phases of my own business model, the, mo the different models that I've gone through over the years, I want to emphasize a few things. One, be true to your journey, nobody else's. I'll be sharing what's worked for me, but there's no one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to creative entrepreneurship or anything money-related for that matter. The key is to know what matters most to you, what your values, priorities, dreams, and preferences are, and then craft a business model around those. So please take what serves you from what I'm about to share but most of all, I hope this inspires you to find your own answers. Two, getting intimate with our numbers is incredibly empowering as entrepreneurs. 
Don't be in too big of a rush to hand off that bookkeeping. Get support learning if you need it, but please don't ignore the practical side of your finances. The education I gave myself by doing my own bookkeeping for many years has been invaluable to me as I've grown my business. Please empower yourself by learning the language of money. This is essential as an entrepreneur. Three, honor that money is never just about the numbers. Whether you're breaking through a money ceiling or grappling with a money koan, which is a money riddle or challenge about how to balance work, life, health, and money, we must remember both the practical and the emotional sides of money, inner and outer, yin and yang. Four, let your growth be nonlinear. Some years I consciously chose to par down my work and income because I wanted to focus on health and family. Four, let your growth be nonlinear. Some years I consciously chose to pare down my work and income because I wanted to focus on health and family. That's still success and growth to me. We have to inhale and exhale. In life and success and happiness don't always mean earning more every year. Five, be careful about comparing. Every business is different because every life is different. I officially started my business when I was 32 and had no children and tons of energy, so it was easy and so fun for me to work a crazy amount of hours each week. Things would have looked totally different if I started my business at 56 with two children and a chronic health issue or at 24 as an Internet-savvy millennial. Please avoid the temptation to compare your journey with others. Honor your pacing, your timing, and the whole context of your life when it comes to your business. As CEO of your own business, you have oh, you have, as CEO of your own business, you have a responsibility to regularly ask yourself, what are my values and priorities now? What phase of life am I in and what phase am I growing into? So for the sake of learning and compassionate transparency, here's a glimpse at how my business models have shifted over the last 20 years and the phase I'm growing into next. So phase one was hanging my shingle as a solopreneur. So phase one was hanging my shingle as a solopreneur. I spent my 20s training to be a somatic therapist and working in the mental health field and hospice. I had a lot of emotional and somatic tools but I had zero business experience. So when I hit a money ceiling and realized I'd probably never be able to make the kind of income I wanted to thrive working in the mental health field, I started thinking outside of the box. My foray into entrepreneurship was hanging my shingle as a freelance bookkeeper for creative types. At the time, I was still working two part-time jobs in an accounting department and providing overnight care for the elderly. So for a couple of years, I was growing my business, reputation, and network as a freelance bookkeeper while keeping my other side jobs and income. Some people dive right into full-time entrepreneurship, but it was very important to me, for me to build a bridge into this more slowly. Phase two, conscious bookkeeping. Over time, I built up enough steady bookkeeping clients 
for my bread and butter income, that I could quit my other jobs. I was also starting to develop my art of money methodology, which I used to call conscious bookkeeping back then. As my conscious bookkeeping work grew, I let go of more and more of my bookkeeping clients. I also moved from individual clients to teaching my methodology to groups, starting with small groups of 10 people. I was also training folks on QuickBooks and offering private financial therapy sessions to women and couples. I was doing everything myself, eager to build connections and relationships. That included a ton of flyering, isn't that crazy, flyering, <laughs> and word-of-mouth marketing, hanging up little flyers, that's what I meant, as well as offering free 90-minute talks anywhere that would have me. But by the last 18 months of this phase, I felt like while my work was bearing fruit, all the apples were getting eaten by someone else. I was also having, I was also living in an apple orchard, so I was using a lot of apple orchard metaphors at the time, and it felt like all my apples were being eaten. I knew my business model wasn't sustainable yet, and I couldn't figure out what that would look like. So I reached out to people I respected and asked if they would be on my board of advisors to help me grow my mission and my business. They all said yes. We met monthly for six months, and thanks to their amazing insight and support, I was able to expand into the next phase. And please know, I was a solopreneur by myself and just invited folks in the community that were older than me and more experienced to come meet with me once a month for six months, and they said yes. Phase three, the team. Thanks to all of that relationship building and networking I did in phase two, a number of people began reaching out to me asking to join my team. I hadn't considered this business model, but I wanted to earn more and spread my message further. So I also didn't know what they were talking about when they said, I want to be on your team. I said, what team? So it's when I realized I needed to create one. So I created a team of bookkeeping trainers and financial coaches under the umbrella of conscious bookkeeping. I also made one of them my business partner. This was a huge upgrade and made for much more sustainable cash flow. Conscious Bookkeeping received one-third of the income from our trainers, while they kept two-thirds. I loved this arrangement because it allowed me to do more of what I loved, oversee the team, and share inspiring introductory talks all over the Bay Area of California, where I was at the time. I also kept up my financial bookkeeping groups, three classes per week. I was driving around like crazy and did some private financial therapy as well, where I also drove around um, to see private clients too. But since 99.5% of what I offered was in person, I spent a lot of time driving. Then suddenly and surprisingly, I turned 38. And after years of not wanting to have a child and feeling it wasn't my path, I simply woke up in that year with my mind changed, and the only next step of my path was to become a mama. It didn't occur to me that I would want my business model to shift. But then all changed when I got pregnant with my son, Noah. Phase four, mommypreneur years. After a very healthy pregnancy, I had a big complication during my labor. My placenta abrupted, and we were um, incredibly grateful to make it to the other side in a healthy way for both of us, and my boy Noah came out healthy, but it was a really long, hard road of recovery in front of us. 
My life suddenly became extremely simple. Rest, feed my boy, rest some more. My priorities had completely changed, and my business model needed to accommodate them. It was time to pare down. I, after lots of soul searching and asking lots of questions of how could I recover, um, how could I do my work while incredibly sleep deprived, and so on, <laughs> and asking lots and lots of questions like that, I decided to let go of my entire team, two virtual, two virtual assistants, bookkeeping trainers, and financial coaches, and parted ways with my business partner of three and a half years. I became a one-woman show again, this time as a mommypreneur. I asked myself some important questions to clarify what this new phase of business would look like. What do I love doing the most? What is the most lucrative? How can I work 10 hours a week or less without leaving home so that I can recover? How can I stay connected to my work and provide great value to my students without the stress of big picture visioning? Basically, what could I do in 10 hours that I loved the most, that was most lucrative that I could do while I was recovering and so I could be with my son as much as I, I could? The solution I found was going online with my services, with all my offerings, I began teaching my group program online two or three times a year with around 50 students in a very simple format. Then Forrest helped me move all my my Forrest is my husband helped me move all of my teaching content online into a private teaching area, which launched me into a whole next phase and launched me into location independence. But I didn't really know it at the time, and it didn't matter because I really wasn't leaving my house, but I got everything online after years of driving all over the Bay Area, California, and I was now back in Boulder, um, Colorado, where I went to graduate school and was doing everything online. So during this time, my income took a big dip. I said no to almost every media and speaking invitation, stopped working with private clients for a while, and didn't leave my house for work. I said no to every tea date or pick my brain date, um, I said, no, 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 no. I had to learn the art of elegant no. We had to adjust accordingly, trust, and embrace, embrace simplicity at this time. Eventually, as my son began growing and sleeping more, and I healed from my labor, I was able to start visioning a new phase to leap into. Phase five, the art of money years. When my son Noah turned four, and I turned 44, or 44 was on the horizon for me. He turned four. I was 44 was on the horizon in a few months. We were totally recovered and resourced and ready for another big shift. I began asking new questions. How can I be the most generous with my content and serve my community in the best way by using my favorite skill sets and creating my most lucrative, sustainable business model to date? That's a big question. Is it possible to create something from a more open, feminine space? instead of the intense masculine push, push, push of a launch. After contemplating these questions for a full year, I had a clear vision. I was ready for a year-long program with guest teachers, teaching assistants, and so much more. I envisioned the art of money, which has since become my favorite teaching model and business model to date. I went from teaching 50 to 60 students and sometimes struggling to get 50 to 60 students in my final six-month conscious bookkeeping telecourse, 
to welcoming 320 students for the first year of the Art of Money from a dozen different countries around the world. This was a huge leap for me after taking lots of little, small, incremental baby steps, and it also meant more sustainable income without the constant stress of launching and registering folks three or four or five times a year. This also freed up my time so I could be more generous with my free content throughout the year. I also learned to have more fun during registration periods, creating wonderful content like my Money Mochas like this and my Money Memoir series and the Art of Money Roadshow and so on. I was also able to fulfill a lifelong dream writing and publishing a book, The Art of Money, A Life-Changing Guide to Financial Happiness. So as you know, we just opened up the doors for our early bird registration for Art of Money 2020. This will be the eighth year that I will be offering the year-long format. It only gets better each year, and I'm so grateful to be able to touch so many lives this way. And yes, there will be a phase six coming soon. The foundation of that is continuing with my year-long program and creating a second book that's due May 1st, 2020, and other possibilities on the horizon that I'm sitting with. But here's what I want you all to know that as a creative entrepreneur, you get to define what success means to you. For me, being a successful entrepreneur is about serving as many people as possible while enjoying a healthy lifestyle with my family and being generous with my team, my community, and the larger world. And yes, it's also about creating a thriving, sustainable income that supports all of this and honoring that this will shift over time along with life phases, priorities, and values. Every time I've jumped into a new phase of growth, I've had support, whether from my dear husband helping me vision business strategy, or my mentors and coaches, or my wonderful team, or my board of directors many years ago. I've actively sought guidance and support, and that has made a huge difference while also always returning to my own inner truth and inner compass. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Money Mocha. I hope you enjoyed some inspiration along with your morning cup and that you feel empowered to write a new chapter in your relationship with money. After all, money touches everything in our lives. If you feel called to wade deeper here, pack your financial goals, soul deep aspirations, and grab your favorite person. My year-long money school and global community, The Art of Money, is available on demand, and we have a wonderful buddy discount. Integrating money healing, money practices, and money maps, my holistic framework blends therapeutic, body-based practices with the real-life tools you need to create healthy, sustainable change in your money life. So if you are ready to begin your money healing journey with the art of money today, you can learn more at barrytesler.com.